on the track. All right, we are here. This is Popcorn and Naysayers. Welcome back. We got a big one today. We're not talking about a specific movie this time. Today, we are going to talk about the Spider-Man. And I'm talking about the four Spider-Man that uh, have been coming out lately. Um, and not so lately. I mean, think about it. We're talking about Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland. Now, um, and we're going to be talking about Into the Spider-Verse because that is just too good not to mention. So those are the things that we're going to be talking about today. And I thought it would be appropriate to rank them and why. I talked a little bit about it on my radio show, and I think it's only appropriate to kind of expound on that. So beginning with my least favorite Spider-Man. After watching the movies, I recently went through and watched all the movies again. So this is all fresh, brand new information. And I looked at them through a like a critical standpoint, um, and I just have some opinions on it. So, my least favorite Spider-Man, and get ready, this is contra- controversial. Tom Holland is my least favorite Spider-Man, and I'll tell you why. Look, the kid is really good at playing Spider-Man. I think he's he's good. You know what I mean? He's a good actor. Um, I loved him in The Impossible, and Tom Holland. I remember when he burst onto the scene in 2016's Captain America: Civil War. He was what we needed. He was a fresh look at Spider-Man. He was young. He was new. He was fresh. He knew all the trends. It was a fresh new take. I said fresh like four times, but you get what I'm saying. Like he was what we needed. Um, but his standalone spider movies, I gotta say have, are my least favorite out of the three. Are they bad movies? No, that's not what I'm saying. That's how good Spider-Man movies are. I liked some of the movies. Like I liked his movies. Well, I liked Spider-Man Homecoming, his first installment. But Spider-Man Far From Home greatly underwhelmed me as far as performance goes, as far as motivation goes. I wanted them to turn that into a Spider-Man movie, and instead I got an Iron Boy movie. And that has been the problem with his films to me. I I feel like it's literally just has to remind you every three seconds that, hey, I'm in the MCU and I'm relevant and I've been around these superheroes. Like the amount of name dropping that happens in these movies, like, oh, I was just with Thor, and oh, I was just with, you know what I mean? Never feels like a Spider-Man movie. He, he gets Tony Stark's tech handed to him and he says things like, I can't wait to be the next Iron Man and I have to be the next Iron Man. Bro, you are Spider-Man. The Spider-Man I know is a loner. The Spider-Man I know has to make things himself. He makes the suit himself. He has to keep the secret. He has to balance his life. He has to do all these things all by himself. He doesn't have the Avengers or Tony Stark pulling his strings. And so the movie just felt like a like Iron Boy. Like if, if they had named it Iron Boy, the second one, it would have been completely fine. And the movie was enjoyable at some parts. Some parts I was like, no, I'm not feeling it. Mysterio, I thought he was okay for what they wanted to do. But overall, very average Marvel movie. And I compared it a little bit to Captain Marvel where, I mean, it's a Marvel movie. You know what I mean? Like you can go watch it. It's a Marvel movie. But I mean, you could also skip it and be just fine. You know what I mean? Like as far as like what you're missing out on. You know what I mean? There's information in it. But not the best Spider-Man movie. So Far From Home, I, I like it underwhelmed me. Spider-Man Homecoming was good. It was a good introduction, but I wanted to see more, and I really didn't with Spider-Man Far From Home. I saw less. So Tom Holland, third favorite Spider-Man. He's not horrible, but moving on to Andrew Garfield as my second favorite. Now, Andrew Garfield, 
I remember when his came out a couple years, just a couple years after Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man 3 kind of flopped, all right? It didn't flop box office-wise. It flopped critically because it wasn't that great of a movie. But Andrew Garfield came on, and he was a new take on Spider-Man that was darker. It was grittier. It was awesome. It was awesome. I loved The Amazing Spider-Man. That movie is awesome. It really feels real. They do a really good job making you feel like you're swinging through the city. Um and it's just really grounded. It's a really grounded movie. You don't feel like he's like got it all together yet. And that's how it's supposed to feel. It was like a deconstructed look at Spider-Man. And I loved it. I loved the tone. I loved everything. The lizard was a pretty good villain. I thought Andrew Garfield was a pretty good Spider-Man. He was, he was good. And I felt like he deserved more chances. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I know a lot of people bag on it. But upon rewatching it, I thought it was a pretty solid film. Spider-Man wise. I thought it was awesome. You know what I mean? Plenty of action. I thought I thought uh, Andrew Garfield did a great job as Peter Parker. I mean, sometimes he needs to tone back the jokes and be more serious, but he's really good when he needs to be good. He's got those emotional moments. You want to root for the guy? I mean, the guy's just he's Peter Parker. He's Spider-Man. His Spider-Man suit in The Amazing Spider-Man 2 is one of the best Spider-Man suits I have ever seen to this day. I mean, that thing is sick. Um, They go with the classic look. The music, oh my goodness, the music in the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man movies is amazing. And I'm a sucker for a good film score. Um, But yeah, so that one is going to be my second favorite one. There's not a whole lot to say about that one. I was kind of disappointed that he didn't get to finish his trilogy or do whatever else he needed to do. But I mean, that's kind of the way things panned out. So we are moving on to the number one Spider-Man, in my opinion, is Tobey Maguire. And I'll tell you why nostalgia yes it plays a part it is it plays a part because it was revolutionary i remember watching these spider-man films in the theater toby mcguire completely owned the role as peter parker he's dorky he's weird he's awkward and he's funny and likable without trying to be funny and likable like he's not dropping quips every two seconds like andrew garfield or tom holland but the dude is like a normal dude and you get that And I especially want to highlight Spider-Man 2 as the best Spidey film. That movie is unmatched as far as Spider-Man goes. That is a true Spider-Man film. He is by himself. He has to focus on his job. MJ. I remember the Dr. Octopus is being made. He's trying to do good in college. I mean, you feel like the guy is balancing it all on his shoulders. And he's a normal guy. And you root for him. And everything just goes wrong the moment he focuses on being Spider-Man. And everything goes wrong in his real life. He can't keep it together. He can't make it to dates with MJ. He can't make it to, you know, Aunt May's house. Things like that. His relationship with Harry falls apart. Things like that. Whenever he focuses on Spider-Man. And then as soon as he focuses on his actual life, puts Spider-Man's away, then the entire city feels the absence of Spider-Man. So it shows the importance. He has to do it. It's his destiny. You know what I mean? I don't feel that with the Tom Holland Spider-Man. I feel like if he wasn't, like, I mean, he he's done great things as a hero, but do you really think that if he didn't show up, somebody else wouldn't? Like, Iron Man, because, I mean, he is Iron Boy. You know, I know Iron Man's dead now, but you get the point. Like, anytime, anytime he needs anything, Iron Man's right there feeding it to him. Tobey Maguire didn't have that. Tobey Maguire had his suit. He made it. He had no idea what was going on. Metahumans. Anything that he had to face, he had to figure out by himself. He didn't have Tony Stark's tech telling it exactly what he's looking at. So when he faced the likes of the Sandman, that probably looked weird and scary, but he did it because he's Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. That the Peter MJ 
kind of love triangle thing is I just love it. You know what I mean? And I've watched Spider-Man 3. I know it's not a great movie, but the studio messed with that. I genuinely don't think that it was the director's fault or Toby. I know that it wasn't. They told, the studio tried to go too big with it. That's what happened in Spider-Man 3. It's not because of the the makers of the first two because you can tell it's way different than the first two. Um but yeah, Tobey Maguire even after Spider-Man 2, I mean uh, Spider-Man 3 is still the best Spider-Man in my opinion. That is why I rank those three Spider-Mans the way I do. And that concludes this episode of Popcorn and Naysayers. There's going to be a short hiatus. However you say that, a short break. Um, with popcorn and naysayers and i will return with season two coming i'll be back soon guys don't miss me too much all right popcorn and naysayers will live on this is nay i'm signing off thank you for listening by the way